0: Jamari for three and the win. Yeah! he got it right What's up, everybody? I'm Lashar Binkley. I am a credential writer for SB Nation and the Dream Shake covering the Houston Rockets. And, of course, I am the host of Rockets Fuel Podcast. I want to give you a quick breakdown of how I think this offseason is going to go for the Houston Rockets. Uh, first, I want to start off with the draft. Um, I just feel that the Rockets are in a position where I don't think they view Scoot Henderson that much better than Amon Thompson to give up the draft uh, capital that they would have to give up, along with the players they would have to give up to move to number two. And I say the number two because I don't feel like Scoot Henderson is going to fall uh, past Charlotte, even with them having LaMelo ball, just because Charlotte's not exactly a team that's been winning. Um recently. So why would they pass up a talent like Scoot Henderson, even though they have a point guard in LaMelo ball, but I think they're going to find some way to try to get them to play together because at this point, Charlotte just needs talent. They can't really try to go for fit. They're not a good enough team to go for fit, which to me, that's more going with Brandon Miller. I just think Scoot Henderson is the best prospect outside of Victor Wimbyama. So why in the world would Charlotte pass him up? Maybe they all, uh, maybe they field offers for that number two pick, but I think ultimately they take Scoot Henderson. And if they take Scoot Henderson, I think Brandon Miller is probably going to go three. Even if Portland trades out of that pick, I think the team that trades into number three will still probably go with a Brandon Miller. So I think that leaves the Rockets with Thompson. And at this point, even as I look at it, and I'm no scout expert, but I've talked to plenty of them, Thompson has the potential to possibly be one of the, if not top two, three players in this draft. So if you're the Rockets and you're still rebuilding, yes, you want to win more this year. We've heard it from Tillman Fertitta. We've heard it from the new head coach. We heard it from Rafael Stone. We heard it from everybody. So we know the Rockets want to win this upcoming season, but you're not going to be good enough to compete with the top teams in the league this coming season. You're probably not going to be good enough to compete for a top eight spot in the playoffs. You're probably going to be competing for a play-in spot, which is perfectly fine. That's where the Rockets need to be. So why would you give up, you know, future draft capital and players, which you're probably going to give up a player like Jabari Smith or Alper and or Jaden Green to be able to move up because the teams in front of you are just not going to give you that top two or top three pick just because you're giving them a number four, or number 20. That's not going to be enough. The Rockets will have to give up a major asset to be able to move up. So why do that if you know that Amon Thompson is maybe better than Miller Maybe not better than Scoot, but he has a potential to be something special. So at this point, I think the Rockets stay where they are at number four. I think the number 20 pick is definitely more in play. I think they're trading that number 20 pick. I don't think they want another young guy that they're going to have to develop over the next few years. I think that number 20 pick comes into play a lot more than number four pick. So I think they trade the number 20 pick to try to get some veteran leadership on this team um, through uh, trade, because they're also going to do that in free agency. And speaking of free agency, um, we heard the news today that, again, another report comes out that this time that James Harden is not likely to come to the Rockets. We've kind of heard everything from Harden. is absolutely come to the Rockets, too. He's torn now. He's not coming to the Rockets. So it's all over the place. My opinion, I think Harden stays exactly where he is with the 76ers because they can give him the most money. They, they're they probably more willing to give him a, a max contract considering – they're still trying to maximize Joel Embiid's prime years. And the only way they're going to be able to do that is not by letting James Harden walk because they're not going to have all this big-time cap space if they let him walk. They still wouldn't be able to bring in a player the caliber of James Harden for free agency if they let him walk. So Darryl Morey, you knows know his job is online, so he's probably going to do whatever he can to bring back James Harden. Ultimately, I think Philadelphia blinks and gives Harden that max contract. Harden State is exactly where he is. I think all this stuff that's been going on recently with the news coming out, I think it was just a leverage play for him to get that max deal because I think there's no way that Rafael Stone and the Rockets were going to give him three or four-year max deal. It just wasn't going to happen. It makes no sense to eat into your future cap space for a player that will make you better, but how much better will he really make you? I mean, maybe you you can prop up five five or six, seven, eight more wins, but ultimately – that's not going to be good enough to where you really want to be as that top four seed um, out West. So I think the Rockets don't go get a player like James Harden. I don't think, think they go get a player like Fred VanVleet. I think the Rockets stay kind of you know relatively not quiet, but I think that they go the conservative route, going with players maybe like a Josh Hart or a Seth Curry or a Naj Reed. Players that are not going to eat into that cap space, even if they give them two or three year deals. They're not going to be asking for $30 million a year um, at the most, maybe Josh Hart gets close to 20 um, maybe, but I don't even think that he, he might not even get that high because you never really know what superstars are going to become available. You want to have that flexibility to be able to say, Hey, we got the cap space. We're willing to give you future draft picks and we have the cap space because we want to bring in this star level player, superstar player. And I know people are saying like, "Well, what star player going to be available?" We never know. Today's NBA players become available all the time that we may never even thought of that were going to become available. So what you do is keep that flexibility. You don't go spend all your sixty million dollars in one off season, and you do it the smart way. You bring in two or three veterans. If I'm doing anything big. It's trying to go out and get a player like a Mike Conley who's on the last year of his deal with Minnesota. Maybe you can entice them with that number 20 pick and maybe another player like a Jay Sean Tate or, I mean, even a KJ Martin. The player like that to bring in a Mike Conley who would be a perfect backup point guard um, that the Rockets definitely in need of veteran leadership that they definitely need on this team. So I think the Rockets don't go crazy on the cap space trying to bring in big names. I think they go to the conservative route. Go get a player, like I say, like a Seth Curry who can help with the shooting or a Josh Hart can do a little bit of everything or even a Naj Reed who's a really good backup center. something the Rockets, one way or another, the Rockets have to get a backup center for Alperin Shangoon. Um, Alperin Shangoon, we know now that the Rockets are not getting Victor Wimbyama, so Alperin Shangoon is going to be your starting center. The Rockets need a legitimate backup center, something they didn't have last season. So ultimately, the Rockets stay at number four. They trade that number twenty pick and they they spend their money wisely this offseason. To me, that's the that's the realistic best case scenario as far as the offseason is concerned, at least in my eyes, to where you're not hampering yourself in the upcoming seasons by giving away big contracts in three or four years down the line. You're stuck giving somebody 30, 40 million dollars a year. All right. That's going to do it for a little quick segment. I want to get off about the Rockets um, offseason coming up. Of course, the draft is next week, June 22nd. Uh, the Rockets probably have a press conference afterwards, and I will definitely be out at that. This weekend, we have a special guest coming on, uh, Rafael Barlows, who's like probably one of the best, if not the best draft guys out there. He also has some news he dropped about Zion Wilson. We're going to be talking to him about that. That episode is going to drop this weekend. So make sure to d- uh, join uh, Vader and myself um, as we have another great episode of Rockets Field Podcast dropping this weekend.